and I'm Richard Fieldhouse and uh, today we thought we'd just go over the updated terms and conditions templates um, and this has been around with the NHGP for years it's quite useful template um, but recently following some feedback from a member actually uh, decided to revisit it and get it updated and Richard you were mainly involved in that so what's the story so far? Well it, yes, we got some fantastic uh, feedback from, from from members sort of on and off over the years. But but uh, what we've done is we've we've asked one of our uh, colleagues, a, a lawyer, to have a, a look at this. Uh, he's also helped with the terms and conditions of the website as well. Um, but we've had this uh, on our website for ages now, uh, and now it's actually got a, a proper uh, legal go through because there's actually really two areas when it comes to a. Uh, an, an, a written agreement for, for locums and practices, self-employed locums. One is, you know, we, 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 when, we, when we get there, uh, we want to, to hit the ground running. We don't want to suddenly find that we're in a practice and then the practice expects us to do a whole load of things that we just hadn't prepared for. Uh, you know, for example, that the, the practice might think we're on call and, and we're not. They, when we've actually got to... Um, be off to another surgery in the afternoon so um, having that all written down before we actually start can really help so, so that, there's one thing the other thing of course is actually the, the legal position we, we said in our in our recent podcast uh, about what constitutes a long-term locum what came out of that is is, is the importance of uh, um, the, the differences between what the taxman thinks a self-employed locum is what employment law thinks self, uh, a self-employed locum is and what the uh, NHS pensions people think. Now, well, what, what, what Ray, the, our lawyer, has, has a good look at here is that actually one thing that, that we often, and I often hear um, members talk about is, you know, they, they say, you know, Richard, I've been a, a localised practice for six months. Uh, that must mean I, I, I'm, I'm an employee. What should I do? And actually, the length of term, length of time you're in a practice, seems to be, bear very little. In fact, our, 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 our contract has very little to do with, or has nothing to do at all with how long you're in a practice for. It's to do with actually three things. Really quite interesting. One, one surprised me is, is, is actually it must be stated uh, if you're a locum that you should be able to have a substitute that you should yourself as the locum. I've never able... heard that before. No, I, I hadn't think, either. I, yeah, that surprises me. Um, yeah, okay. and, and 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 that that's because uh, um, if you were an employee, you, you of course you couldn't just get someone else coming to do your job for oh, the right. day. So it's differentiating you from somebody yeah. who who yeah okay. yeah. And, and all this, um, if these three things are stated and written down, should the inland revenue HMRC come to the practice and say, hey, you know this Miss Richard guy locum chap he's an employee or well, prove that he isn't well they can say well he's, he's, he's actually signed this, this thing saying that, that he a he can appoint a substitute second thing is that he's he's completely waived any right to holiday or sick pay and the third thing is that um he doesn't have the same uh, uh we don't have, we as a practice don't have the same control over him he's he's, he's got more freedom to, to practice his trade in the way that he wants he to practice it yeah, yeah <laughs> it does it does although ray has very cleverly you'll see in the contract um putting some very good uh, terms in there so it's it's it, it, about 
how um, as a locum we can use our discretion but we still must adhere to the terms agreed by the practices rules and standards so don't don't worry this isn't allowing a locum to come in and start you know a a, a salsa dancing class during surgery he can actually <laughs> he will do the stuff she will do the stuff but it, I it's to, a, I quite like Ray I mean I've, I've had a look through the contract as well and also Ray's done a fantastic accompanying blog and um, he the, the he he uses crisp, clear legal terms, but doesn't lapse into legalese. So it's it's uh, it feels nice and tight. This uh, this document tight, tight and useful. Mm. Um, I mean, and, and the other thing that that um, uh, Ray's help, helped embellish as well is the um, other things to do with the actual contract itself. I've got I've got, I've got the, it here in front of me. The actual um, uh, a printout of the template, and obviously. Uh, members users of the website can can download this template, or they can use the Google Doc version of it. You can you know you're free to adjust it for your own use. Um, so the things that it, it covers, I've got it here in front of me. So um, uh, about uh, private work, um, where sometimes a practice will say, actually, you know, can you start uh, see, do this private medical? And well, can I just go back to Ray for a moment? Hmm. Is that right? Just because I'm, I'm sure yeah. you got to number two on the things that he. Oh no, you did tell us, didn't you? You did tell us what the third one was. You said. You said it was about having a substitute, waiving employment rights to what was it? Holiday and yeah, holiday and And the third one was not control. Yeah, not control. Sorry, you did cover them. Sorry, Richard. I'll let you. I'll let you carry. I mean, I like the bit that you're you're onto now. It it seems to me the contract itself. The contract, yeah, through you know your experience of of locoming is a real platform for a good discussion with a practice that's totally editable by by members but with some really good prompts about things they should be thinking about discussing discussing and then there's column on the left of your suggestions and then the practice has a look and looks at the column on the right and they fill in what they want and it is just a real it's it's a real adaptable template for discussion which is what i love about it i think it's clever actually um, and so what sort of thing what's your favorite bit of it that you um i mean just I mean, right 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 off to begin with um the very first thing the practice must provide a unique username and confidential password to access the clinical records this comes through um and in my experience i do so many talks around the country speaking to locums and and, and very commonly the locum is given a, a, a generic username and password mm. they're asked to mm. sign as, 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 as locum one and as it turns out, so are the other two locums in the practice that they also signed in as locum one. So when it comes to liability, actually, actually that, that's bad for the practice yeah, because yeah. it puts the, the practice in a position of what's called vicarious liability. They they become liable because they can't blame it effectively on the locum <laughs> because they know which one the patient saw or can't, can't prove it. It also um, makes the locum vulnerable, I guess, if someone else could come in and... and change your notes if they're being it, it, oh, cynical oh, oh it does no no it, it could it, op- it opens one up to fraud one, one should never accept a generic username mm. and password one must always insist on, on on a secret your own confidential username and password but also you know here we are we're, 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 we're professional fully qualified doctors that is uh, you know, you might be asking GPs to look back through your records, and of course, if there isn't a traceable record to you, how can they comment on, you know, your prescribing, your quality of record keeping? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a downer, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't I don't think for a second um, practices uh, it, there's any conspiracy here. I just think they just it, they just don't realise they're just so busy as well. Yeah, so yeah. incredibly busy, and, and actually, it takes a little bit of a time to set that up. 
but but also practices and even locums we don't have the training we don't have the uh, 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 the input from, from we've never been taught about this sort of thing so that's what the, here we are the NESGP were about we're about uh, about the art yes. of GP locum yes. hence the name of our podcast so yes, one one line uh, on, on on the contract actually embodies a whole topic really isn't it yeah. <laughs> well, that's the first line I've that's got the first 20 line. things to cover yeah. I, will, I will quickly go through those so the, the sec- second thing is obviously uh, uh, activate me on the practices standardised practice induction pack <clears throat> yes yes. <laughs> yes big big plea please please uh um, um, practice induction packs. We we estimate what a, a million um, a million hours a year are wasted by us GPs having to find important practice specific information. Having a standardised practice induction pack is the equivalent of saving five That's a big number. Where did big you number. Get that? We we, uh, we we as equivalent to five thousand GPs time wasted a year. We got that through a survey we did back before Christmas. Right, well, I, I I can certainly relate to that from my personal experience. What, a million hours yourself? Well, no, <laughs> I don't want to sound that inefficient, but I definitely, <laughs> I, I, you know, definitely, yeah, I can definitely think that you hit a brick wall and you don't know how to do something in a practice. You've done the clinical bit, that's the easy bit. You, there's something you don't quite know how to do and you either inadvertently misadvise the patient and have to backtrack and get practice staff involved in telling them, you know, actually, no, you, you organise an x-ray this way. And Yeah, I mean, I reckon I would spend... Uh, and good un- unnecessary preventable 20 30 minutes per session so yeah and yeah i think the survey backed that up and it, it it certainly did it it, it um it found um uh, for, for gp partners 10 minutes in a morning per, surgery per session, per session. yeah oh, really 10 yeah, is that yeah. okay yeah <laughs> that's for a partner for, for locums yeah, it was 25 minutes yeah um yeah. But and that's just time we've wasted. Yes. Factor other people. Factor yeah. having to ask people, interrupt other people mm. to ask them, and then factor that by the number. I see what you mean. Yeah. But there's this. Anyway, if you've got if you've got to our website and haven't seen anything about the practice induction pack yet, um, um, there's, there's something going on with your browser. Have another look because there's there's lots more about it there. And we actually haven't done any podcasts on the practice pack yet, have we? Maybe we should pencil that in for mm. for one, one soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and another interesting point here. Notice is in the contract. Uh, the the or, I don't think your contract is a white road I think it's supposed to be written agreement I don't think it says contract it's a written yeah. agreement and that might be a, a legalese but again it's it's all it's all um it's all on, on the template notify me if there are any active or outstanding disciplinary procedures by the GMC against any regular practice GPs now or, or, or if, the, if the CQC is currently has a practice under any special measures we've put that in there that's through bitter experience actually we 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 both work as part of a, a locum chambers and and we've had experience of colleagues who have been um, working in a practice and and all of a sudden you know it's like, it's like a smell of gas there's, there's, there's something slightly not right mm. only to then be faced uh, our colleagues by by in one particular case uh, uh, a GMC complaint by the practice when we scratched the surface of this, it turned out that actually the 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 one and only partner was was had been suspended or was under investigation by the GMC, and there's all sorts of stuff going yeah. on there, all sorts of of, 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 of terrible prescribing and, and and everything going on. But it but what happened is this poor innocent uh, uh, colleague uh, in, in my in my in my chambers got, got got exposed to this this awful awful situation. Mm. Um, but the practice hadn't told them that actually the, the one and only partner yeah. had been underperforming significantly for a significant period of time. 
that's da- that's really dangerous. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you you need to know if you're walking into a hornet's nest, and it's not to say that, that those practices don't need help and those patients don't need help, and you shouldn't go there. But mm. you, you 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 always need to be aware, don't you, of your surroundings, and yeah. that would definitely help to know that. Yeah, um, to be vigilant and um, to understand that patients might have kind of different expectations from normal. I think that was what came up in that yes. case, didn't it? But, yeah. Um, and, and, and having this here as a prompt for the practice manager to read, for you as a locum to read, should should you then discover that the, uh, um, it hopefully now won't happen, but should you then discover that there's been a problem, you've actually got some comeback here. And and, and, um, and just to say, look, you know, uh, for, 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 the, for the next person that comes along, please, you know, this, this, is, this is really important mm. stuff. Again, it's not conspiracy. It's just, it's just that practice is really, we want, we're here as an organisation to help practice and help practice locums think it's about quality it's about working together we're all in it together general practice under a lot of a lot of stress and and this sort of thing c- can really help um i mentioned earlier on about there's also there's a clause about private work again sort that out between you and the practice um about doing uh, paperwork it's quite galling at the end of a busy surgery and, and again it's you know it's approaching one o'clock and actually you've got to get off say you want to get your sandwich in and and you've got to be at the next practice an hour's drive away because you're on call from two till till eight and um and the practice will say, "Hey, hey, Richard, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a basket of uh, some results and some, yeah. some prescriptions." Again, it, it, it's it. You can't just um, accept that or have that landed upon you. Paperwork's my big Achilles heel, really, because um, I think so often it's just seen as oh, the GP sits, sits, but again completely inadvertently by by the practice staff it's sort of paperwork it's just paperwork it's just looking at things and having a cup of tea and signing things well it's not is it i no. uh, you know and I, it may well be that the the, the gp partners and the practice based gps are sort of just automatically doing this probably often in their own time late into the night but but actually there's no such thing as you know just paperwork inverted commas it's all you know it's all patient management tasks and it requires close attention so it it's not simple it's not just can you just look at this um it's um it's a really big deal and it needs allocated time or some recognition or some mention so i'm really glad that's in there yeah yeah yeah. and you know actually the easiest thing we do in general practice the thing i find is is actually patient uh, patient interface actually person to person there in the room with the patient that's actually quite easy and actually you've got well not easy but you've got control over it it's the bit you have to be a doctor for the other bits knowing the admin bits knowing how the process works doesn't require a doctor it's knowing it's being tapped into the admin but that's 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 why I'm a locum, really, yeah. because that's the bit I like. But 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 I mean, when, when you get that basket of of you know letters and and, and investigation results, the trouble is you don't have the patient there, so you're you're slightly therefore distanced from from actually sort of cross checking, double checking with the patient. Mm. And we we uh, oh, oh can you just it's 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 that also that or that question can you just sign these? Can you just have a look through these results? Uh, and actually, no, it's not. Take the word just out of it. We we ought to almost give it a new name I, rather well, than. Well, I think, and I've told you before, I think it should. I think we do not do ourselves any favours in focusing all of our, you know, what it is to be a GP on having appointments and seeing patients. I think these 
I don't call this paperwork. I call it uh, non-contact patient management. <laughs> and, you know, it takes... NCPM. It yeah. might, it, as I say, it requires massive attention. It does require clinical judgment, even though the, the patient isn't in front of you. And it does require a, a detailed understanding of how that particular practice yeah. you know, processes yeah. and action things. So it's, um, it's actually a massive task. And I, I, I do wish, I do feel for... For GP partners that they're often doing this sort of late into the night and um, you know I wish there were boundaries around that yeah mm. yeah no not, not non-contact patient management I yeah, think that's a, that's a I good wish it was recognized and people could almost have appointments for looking at letters in the same way that they do when they see a patient yes yes because that would really put a boundary around it and mark it out and uh, yes in fact actually interesting to say that because the next next point in under admin in, in in terms of conditions is for all other paperwork i.e not related to the patient you've just been patients you've just been seeing adequate time needs to be allocated within the contracted hours yes, that yes, sounds good yeah. doesn't it okay um there, there's a ne- there's a section here on quality which is about um about um i must be notified of any feedback from patients or staff about my performance i must be allowed to follow up patient in patients in terms of you know if you're ongoing continuing professional development it's all really this is about you know you going to seven days to 31 days whatever you want to change it to there's also um if if, uh, if delayed payment results in the local area team refusing to accept my nhs pension contributions i was res- reserve the right to charge an additional 20 percent um etc well, so that, this is- that is certainly a a, a frequent inquiry isn't it mm. about late late payment um resulting in the uh you know if you've got a bit of a job's worth that the uh, the a pension administrator is a bit of a job's worth um which i think is quite common mm. that can mean that you get rejected and so that's worth having and, and i think again it's inadvertent the perhaps the practice mm. don't understand that if you go through that 10 week uh, barrier that's it <laughs> and um, that's a big deal it is a huge um, deal it's our it's our pension it's our retirement it's it, it's our security and then and then um then then after that there's additional items of which ray has has listed six here which again are all those clauses that a good written agreement needs i won't won't read yeah. them out here you can read them from you can download the document but they're really well worded very clear um and uh, um and then there's a place for you to sign at the end yeah. now of course you know you can you can we, we recommend you download this to your hard drive or, or better still to your google drive can i just ask which sure. i get confused that it, so it's it's obviously it's uh it's it's available on the nhgp website and there's a google drive option there's two hmm. options of how you can access the the terms and conditions there's the google drive one and the word document what is the difference well the word document um is you have to download you download that to your your hard drive right. if you're if you're on, on a but you can document st- is it is basically it's a web page it's a it's a word document web page that um with it's a, it's a, a, a unique complicated url but it means that whenever you whenever whatever practice you're in or from your smartphone you just log into your own google account um having made a copy of the google document you can when you click on the google link you can um uh, select the option of make a copy in the drop down menu and then you save that to your own google drive and then so yeah as i say you have a smartphone you can adapt it um you can uh, print it out for practices so people can't just go on to people can't just start typing on the template we've got on the website they have to actually make a copy for their own yes yeah, yeah and to do that you need a google 
a Google they, they, account. For, for that, they'll need a Google account. But what we find, of course, all our members join join online. An awful lot of our members have got Gmail okay. accounts. Yeah. So people know about that. Yeah. Kind of. it, it, it's, 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 How do you get one if you haven't got one? Just then? go google.co.uk and, and uh, click sign in, I guess. It's, 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 all, it's all very easy. So what, what is included in a Google account? Um, uh, a fantastic um, you don't you don't need Microsoft documents anymore you can right. use Google it's all free you've got your own PowerPoint your spreadsheets your Google documents you've also got email and calendar and YouTube and all that kind of stuff as well mm. um, of course you get yourself the usual sort of Google adverts and all of that but so I, I mean I'm thinking with yeah I'm, so, I'm just thinking of it or a big another big thing with uh, contracts is, is and all sorts of things invoices is having a uh, you know your record keeping mm. up to date so you haven't got bits of paper flying around everywhere so can you i don't know, give any advice about how people could store you know for easy retrieval and later uh, later reference their 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 google stuff or their word stuff yeah well i mean on your on your hard drive on your on your laptop on your computer you've you're not so much on 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 on, on um um, tablets and smartphones don't seem to have that ability so well, so consistently. But you know, you have this 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 file structure, this document, this folders structure. Uh, well, Google Drive does offer you that same folder structure. So so whatever device you're using, wherever you're using, even if you were to fly off to Thailand on holiday, you could log into a computer, sign in, and you'd have access to all your files. Is that secure then? It's it's uh, according to Google, it is. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's as secure as um, uh, you know. A lot of they're, obviously, they're, what isn't secure is is necessarily the computer you're using it on, the device, whatever you know. Right. So so um, viruses that that kind of stuff, your password, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But again. Google are one of the, one of the biggest organisations that, that 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 look after and help you. But with a good password, um, you, would you be happy? Yeah, it's it's, it's um, if you look at the the web address, it's HTTPS. S means secure socket layer SSL. It means that it's um, it's encrypted. It's always uh, good to pick your brain on these things, but you know so much about IT things. I'm, I, it, but well, I, I, it's just I make it up half the time. But no, I didn't make that up. <laughs> So I, I, you know, I just so 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 it's it, having gone on about it for quite a while. It's actually the the template is two sides of A4 with a, a third sort of half a side of A4 for the extra terms and conditions. You, I guess you might if you're putting in your you're, you're editing it yourself and adding your own thoughts, or it might sort of extend it a little bit. But it's um it's really a, a distillate of of lots of uh, knowledge and experience uh, as a discussion document for you know getting the right terms and conditions of the practice and a clear understanding with the practice about what you're going to do and when you turn up on the day but also sort of legal protection for you in the practice and protection of your payments and your pension hopefully yeah um, and, and a nice way of of uh storing and organizing it because i know paperwork's a nightmare for yeah some people so yeah I, and you keep giving it, and of course, this is great for practices too. And of course, practices uh, can be any SGP members too. But uh, you get the SPIP as part of that, the practice pack as part of that. But this is really good for practices because what you what a practice does not want to have to find out from HMRC is that they suddenly have to pay back pay a whole load of oh. um, uh, 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 tax and national insurance for for, for their locums yeah. because HMRC yeah. locally has decided that that locum was an employee. Well, I I, I say I think Ray uh, the. Ray Ray, the, the yeah. lawyer who tightened this up, Ray's input into um, HMRC's view on things, I think will be 
you know shed light on it for practices and and for us so that we can advise practices too when we're out and about where's Ray's blog then um you if you're listening it's on the website you go to um our website and ty- type in terms and conditions it should should so it's should. on the t- it's on the same page as you can access the uh, terms and conditions yes comp- yes yes agreement. yes yes yeah. there's, there's okay. a link there. oh that's brilliant no he, it's it's really it was really enlightening um really good read thank you thanks for okay. bye